around the world, locally, with family and friends, House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. See, the first thing God got to do for all of us is let us know who we are and what I'm Dr. Larry Manley, Senior Pastor here at House of Destiny International Ministries, located in beautiful Boiling Springs at 302 Costner Road. We hope today's message will be a revelation to your soul to draw you closer to the kingdom of God. The Bible says in <clears throat> Genesis, the second chapter, verse 7, it says, And the Lord, he formed, we know that that word form there in Hebrew means he made his bed. Uh, man. So he, he, he formed man. In other words, he made his bed in man. And he, and he made this bed. He formed man out of the dust of the ground. The word dust means rubbish. It means it had no ingredients in it whatsoever. So you see, when God want to do his thing in us, he don't want nothing else in us. See, see you got to understand that previous to that, in the sixth day, at the first half of the sixth day, he made the animals out of the earth. And then, earth got ingredients in it. Dust don't have no ingredients in it. If you don't believe that, try to plant something in some dust and see what'll happen. Bible say he made us out of the dust of the ground. But he made the animals out of the earth, which got ingredients in it. See, the ground itself got ingredients in it. But you see, you gotta understand that God didn't want nothing else in us when he made us. So he made us out of the rubbish, out of the nothing. No ingredients, no value, no nothing. He made us out of the dust of the ground. And, 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 and he, he formed man, meaning that he made his bed called man. He made him out of the dust of the ground. I don't remember God said, I'm gonna lay in nothing. I'm gonna make my house in nothing. That's amazing. That's an amazing thing there. That's an amazing thing. God said uh, he formed him, and <clears throat> he formed him out of the dust of the ground, and then he breathed himself into him. When he breathed the breath into his nostrils, a thing called the breath of life. We know the breath of life is the spirit of God, spirit of the living God. And then man became a living soul, meaning that man at this time, he took on a journey with God. We all know this is foundation, but we're going to go deeper today. Private ministry. Private ministry. Don't forget that. Private ministry. So man went on a journey with God. We've, we've already set that foundation when God breathed himself into him and man became a living soul. Word soul there in Hebrew means journey with God wants us to journey with him. You see, that's what the problem is. Church folk don't understand the journey with God. We don't understand the journey with God because we don't understand our private ministry that he's given us. I didn't say public ministry. I say your private ministry. I'm talking about private ministry this month. It's time for the church to get right or get out. You believe that? Huh? 
either get right or get out because I told y'all before, we don't play in a house of destiny. It's true. Nothing but the God-given truth. I don't want a house that's full of nincompoops and hardy. I want a house that's got people that love the Lord, that care for the Lord, and that want him. And I placed a thing on Facebook that said that love is the greatest place to spend the rest of your life. I said love is the greatest place that you can spend the rest of your life. And ain't no better place than to spend yourself except in loving God. But the Bible says in these last days we be lovers of our own selves. You can't tell nobody nothing. You can't get no instructions into people because people get offended. They get crazy. They get this way. They get that way. They just blow up everything. Y'all call them terrorists. They are suicide bombers. Kill up everything when it don't go that way. So here, <clears throat> man becomes a living soul. And let's go on over here to verse 15 because we're going to dissect some stuff now. And the Lord God, we're still setting the foundation here. The Lord God, now notice that it's God that's doing this. He formed his bed. He made it, is it his, his bed in a thing called man. And he took the man mm -hmm, and put him in the Garden of Eden, which is the soul that is in the delight of God. And notice what he told him to do. He said, now, I'm putting your soul in the delight of me. And what I want you to do, I want you to do two things. I'm talking about private ministry. The first thing that God said for us to do, now, I want you to dress it. And then I want you to keep it. In other words, I want you to dress the garden, which is your soul. Dress it with what, God? With my glory. Sound like ministry to me. Then he said, I want you to keep it. Well, how am I going to keep my soul, Lord? With the word. Private ministry. That's what it's all about. Your private ministry. What kind of private ministry you got? So God, after he places us in this place that he would have us to be, you know, he said, when I save you now, I'm going to place you in the Garden of Eden with me now. That's how you got back to it now. I need for you to do what I told you in the beginning. I need you to dress it with my glory and keep it with my word. That's what God would ministry. That's ministry. Private ministry. I'm talking about your private ministry. Because everybody in this 7 billion people on the face of this earth need to be hearing this word about private ministry this morning. Instead of tell your neighbor and look at your neighbor and the hoopla and all the food in there, you need to be listening to your private ministry. What is God telling you? You can't look at somebody else and tell somebody something. You got to look at yourself. What is your private ministry? Look at you. Amen? Now, let's look at this word here because we're dealing with private ministry. This thing is serious. This, this, this ain't no playing up in here. This is serious business. Now, Verse 19 says, and out of the ground, <coughs> look what God did. He formed every beast of the field. Those are the affections of your life, okay? Beast of the field, affections of your life. That's what he did. We're talking about private ministry now. And every fowl of the owl, which are your faults. You see, your faults 
that are in your mind are like the fowls of the air. They fly. You feel like flying this morning? Huh? Or are or, or, or you too low to go any higher? What's your status? What's your private ministry? Huh? Are you walking around this morning loving God? Has God got you in that place of private ministry where you need, where you, you just feel like challenging the devil and telling the devil, I'm going to win in spite of you? Or better yet, telling yourself, I'm going to win in spite of you? Huh? I'm talking about your private ministry. I'm talking about private ministry. Private ministry. Private ministry. That's what we're dealing with this morning. Your private ministry. It's a personal thing. He says now, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Now watch this now. I'm talking about ministry now. Still ministry. Ministry means that there's got to be some work involved. What did he do? He started bringing all animals to him and all the, the, the fowls of the air. In other words, this is what God did. Follow me close. God, when he made man, before man discovered who he was, he made man and then he put him in this ministry to dress his soul with the glory of God and to keep it with the word of God. So he brings all of these affections, these beasts of the field to him, to give him a name. So what did Adam do? Adam had to give a name to every affection that he had. And then he took and he brought every fowl of the air to him. Now he had to put a name on every thought that he was having. Are oh, you following me here to church? Because I'm hearing from heaven and I'm giving you revelations of God that you need to make you right in your private ministry. What your private ministry look like in the darkness? What you looking like in the dark places? What you looking like? Private ministry. We're talking about private ministry. But watch what happens. Watch what happens. God's word say in verse 20, And Adam gave names to all the cattle, that's his emotions, and to the fowl of the air, that's his mind, his thoughts that came through his mind. You see, you got names for all of them. You know every emotion you got. You know every beast of the field, every affection you got. You know the name of them. Because God done already told you to name them. You, you, you know what they are. But look what happens. After you done named everything, here's the clincher. After you done named everything, you done named all the fowl of the air, all the thoughts of your mind, you done named all of your emotions, all of your affections, you done named everything. But the word of God says that in verse 20 at the end, but for Adam there was not found a help meet for him. Now that's something right there, see. See, here's where we are. When we look at this word help meet, it means spiritual 
support. It means spiritual structure. Now, the help me came out of the man. After he named everything that was in him, he still didn't realize one thing. He didn't realize his spiritual support. So what did God do? God takes, he takes a rib out of the man. Ain't got nothing to do with no physical rib. Please, don't even try it. That word rib in Hebrew means a spiritual chamber. He took a spiritual chamber out of him because he didn't even know it was there. Notice he didn't make the woman, which is his spiritual support, out of the dust of the ground. He made her out of the pure essence of him because he's what blew into the woman. Only God put himself in the man because the rubbish didn't have nothing, no ingredients whatsoever. God didn't go on the outside and pull a physical rib. No, he went on the inside and pulled a spiritual chamber known as a rib out of, and he made his spiritual support. Now, he took him, and now, you know all them thoughts that he was having in naming? And now all of them affections that he was having in naming? He took that spiritual support, and he wrapped it around every thought and every affection to keep man in the ability to dress the garden with his glory and keep himself in the garden with the word of God. Are you with me? Without the spiritual structure called the woman, every spiritual or every thought, every emotion, every affection, that man has, when he doesn't have his spiritual support, he is a fool. He doesn't know who he is, up and down, in and out, frustrated this day, raising hell that day, that's man. Hi, I'm Dr. Larry Manley, Senior Pastor here at House of Destiny International Ministries at 302 Costner Road in Boiling Springs, inviting you to join us every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. on My 40. God bless. But with the spiritual structure, God said, now it ain't good that man should dwell alone. No, he needs some spiritual guidance. See, that's why everybody need to be here. You understand? Cause, see, they don't, they don't have no understanding that they need God. See, they think that they, got, they can have God when they want to. It ain't like that. You can't have God when you want to. This ain't Burger King, but you can have it your way. You understand what I'm saying? This thing is for real. So, you see... When we need to be hearing his word, devil always got a way to keep you from hearing what you need to hear. And the worst one that need to hear it, you understand what I'm saying? Keep yourself pointed toward God 
and understand what this thing is. Because I'm telling you, this thing is tight. And God ain't playing. I told y'all, and I'm going to tell you again, we are one breath away from death. And after that, if you ain't right, it won't be a chance to get right. It's over. Time's up. Roll call. Look in the book. Well, I looked in the books. I saw your actions wasn't right, so now I'm looking in the book and your name ain't in there. Because it's two books. It's the books, and then it's the book. Now, I'm going to see what you did in these books, but I'm going to see where you're going from this one. Because <laughs> if I look down through here, and either your name ain't in there or I done X'd it because it can get X'd out. Regardless of what folk tell you, you believe that old crazy stuff you want to. Yeah, it can get X'd out. But either way, you're done. You can stick a fork in you. It's over. It's over. You see, now like I told a preacher yesterday, I don't mind dying. Rev, I don't mind dying. But what I got a problem with is dying wrong. Now, did you hear what I said? See, I ain't scared to die. But I got a problem with me if I die wrong, TV lane. I'm serious about that. And you better be serious about it too. You better be serious about it too. And stop playing church. And people that love God want to be challenged. Because they want to get better, right or wrong. People that want to get better want to be challenged. If you don't want to get challenged by the word, there's something wrong with you. I'm going to question your salvation. If every time the word comes to you and, and project the truth to you, for you, it's about the private what? Say it. Well, how are you going to know what the private ministry is if I don't show it to you in the word? He said, dress it and keep it. Dress your soul with what? The glory of God. Keep your soul with what? The word of God. Start naming some things and find out whether or not you got your help meet with you. So it can wrap around this thing because this thing is serious. Now let's look at uh, Psalms 121 verse 1. Let's go there. Psalms 121 verse 1. See, every time we step through that door, the preacher going to preach to you. It don't make no difference who in the pulpit you still going to get preached to. The word ain't going to change. It don't make no difference. I might not be the one in the pulpit, but whoever here is going gonna to be the same thing. You come up in here, you're going to get hit with it because this is the way this house is. This is the way, that's where all of them ought to be. And if all of them was like this, and if all of them would tell the truth and stop t speaking about that social gospel, then you see they wouldn't be playing ping pong with the church. Running from here to there. You see what I'm saying? Because where they go, they'd have their head busted. And then they finally get tired of getting their head busted and surrender to God and do what God would have them to do. So leadership is the one that's got everything jacked up. It's just like children in a house, and you don't tell them or, or, or get them to obey you. What do you think they're going to do? They're all over the place. They get on their bicycle when they want to, go where they want to, do what they want to do. Same thing. Am I right about it? Won't clean the house up, leave stuff on the floor. Am I right about it? So all you got a bunch of children that's causing chaos. Am I right about it? 
If you don't stand up, what are they going to do? But if they, we did it like the old days, you get a whooping across town, and by the time you got home, you're going to get another whooping because they done already called you. But nowadays, you don't touch my kid. Well, somebody need to touch it. Because when that man put them handcuffs on it, now won't you go fight him? 121 verse 1. He said, I will lift up mine eyes. We're talking about this help me now. Psalms 121 verse 1 says, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my what? Talking about that help me, right? It's a spiritual support, right? Uh-huh. Where you going to get it from? Up top. So, the Bible says set your affections. Look at Colossians 2. Colossians 3, 2. It says set your affections, your beast that's in you. Set it. Where? On things above, not on things of the earth. Colossians 3, 2. Set your affections on things above. In other words, allow the spiritual support to wrap around your affection so that some things won't get out of control. Allow the spiritual support that God has given you to wrap that thing around your emotions where you won't act a fool when you ought to be acting like you got some sin. You know, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Allow the spirit of or that spiritual support that you've got, allow it to wrap itself around your mind. Be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. In other words, private ministry. Fight. Stop laying down like a lazy dog and fight, people. Because the times are getting harder, more difficult. And they are preparing you, leadership is preparing you to meet a rabbit, but it's a grizzly bear out there. It ain't just a bear no more. It's a grizzly. And it's out to take us out. I ain't mad at you. I'm just trying to help you. I ain't mad at the TV land. I'm just trying to help you. Get up out of the bed and go and fellowship. That's what you do. Go somewhere. Quit running. Mm-hmm. Now, let's go on over here to, I think Proverbs is the next one. Proverbs 18.32. Still dealing with private ministry. Still dealing with private ministry. Proverbs 18.2. Whoso, uh, 18.22. Proverbs 18.22. The Bible says, whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. We know that that wife is a spiritual help me. That's that spiritual support that he's talking about. See, the wife, the woman, all of that runs together. So whosoever finds that spiritual support, that Christ in you, it's your hope of glory. Whosoever finds it, finds a good thing. Remember now, God reached in and made the woman out of a spiritual chamber, a rib that was inside the man. And wasn't nothing inside the man except what God had blew in it. So whatever he took out of man was pure God. Had to be. Had to be. So it's got to be deeper than just a female. Your life got to be deeper than that, men. Our lives got to be deeper than, as leaders, as heads, 
Our lives got to be more than that. You understand what I'm saying? But our lives got to be of the essence of what God ordained that wife to be. A spiritual support. I think the woman don't see you weak. And she going to play on that. She'll get straight if you, you lay that thing right. She'll straighten up. Yes, she will too. Because she said, uh-oh, I done met a man. <laughs> I, done met, I done met a man. For once in my life, I done met a man. This and he ain't like the rest of them. Well, the rest of them wasn't me, and they just was fake. They looked like they were, that's a placebo, <laughs> a facsimile. But when you read up on the real thing, it's, it, it ain't a fact. It's got color and everything in it. <laughs> it's the real thing. You understand know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm just telling it like it is. Look here. Whosoever find a wife, find a good thing. So whosoever does find that spiritual support, Talking to the wise now. Notice that that man find a good thing when he finds you. But you got to be in line. You can't be crazy. You got to be in line. Come on, man. In line. You know, plumb line. <laughs> plumb line. Put the plumb line on it. Because here's what you're dealing with. Not only do you find a good thing, but you obtain automatic favor of the law. Oh my God, favor? Now, you, now, you, now you're talking about, okay, Psalm 512. The Lord will bless the righteous. Remember? Say we got to be in proper order with God. The Lord say, I'm going to bless the righteous and with favor I'm going to encompass him as if it were a shield. In other words, Remember, when you find that help me, what did I say? Thoughts will be shielded with that spiritual essence of God. Uh-huh. Favor. Automatic favor. See, once you find that spiritual support, automatic favor comes and you find a good thing. Because the reason why you find a good thing is because automatic favor comes your way. Now, you shield it from yourself. And the insanity of yourself. Because let me tell you something. Self will make a mess of things. Self will make a mess of things. So that thing got to be shielded. Them thoughts. Them emotions. Them affection. You know all that old stuff? Let me tell you something. All that stuff gets to churning inside of you. Oh, Lord. Talk about a mad dog. I'm just dead serious, man. That thing get rough up in there. Now, come on. We're talking about private ministry. Now, everybody in here done been a rabbit dog. Everything in here. See, it ain't nothing personal except personal with you. It's your private ministry. What does your private ministry look like? Your private ministry, bitch. Because if you ain't working on it, see, the hardest ministry that you will ever have is your private ministry. That's the hardest ministry, the most difficult ministry that God has ever given to an individual. Private ministry. That's the most difficult one. Everybody always thinking that ministry is, I found the song, no. Right here.
We hope this message has been a blessing for you. Be sure to tune in next week at the same time and join us in our praise and in our worship to God.